0: shared this 12 years ago and I lost my notes or something. I went back and I wanted to preach this for five years and uh, for a few days I've just been praying and rolling this over and over in my heart. I love to witness to people and I love to reach for people and I know that life is short and fragile and David said "It's it's like a vapor that appears and it's gone it's like water spilled on the ground and you can't get it back up and I, re- I remember reaching for the little young man at Walmart and he found out I was a preacher and he said I don't like you or your God and I remember the Lord speaking to my heart but I, I love him and I care about him so, so I meet people continually different walks of life, different places in their life and this is something I wish the Lord would give me wisdom to tell people in the next few weeks. If you would, after service, just just burn up Facebooks with some of these thoughts and put it on here and turn people's heart toward the Lord. But this is something I, I want you to leave with this thought burning in your heart today. This simple little thought: you don't have to go to heaven with me, but you can't stay here. You're not going to get to stay here forever. You don't have to love my Jesus. You don't have to uh, uh, prove the way I worship and love him. But things are going to change. And you're not going to get to stay here. Things are going to change. So so if somebody watching this by internet or when this is broadcast on TV, I'm begging you, if you don't want to serve my Jesus, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to face. I don't know everything. He's appointed me. I don't know how many valleys I'm going to... I just know one thing. At the end of my last breath, it's all going to be over. And I'm going to wake up in the loving arms of Jesus. And I'm going to a country where the sun never sets. There's no need for the sun or the moon, for he's the light of that city. I'm going home someday. Heaven is mentioned in the Bible 551 times. It's mentioned in the Old Testament three hundred and thirteen times, the New Testament two hundred and thirty-eight times. So when this life is over, my daddy sings. Some call it heaven, but I call it home. I, I've got a sermon I'd love to preach someday that I, I think, and people differ on this, but I think everybody's going to go to heaven. The drunkard, the drug addict, but everybody's not going to get to stay. I think the judgment's going to be. Close to the throne of God. And I think we're all going to stand before God in that great white throne. There's going to be those. He's going to say, enter in. Well done, thou good. And they're there. He's telling them, enter on in. But he's going to be the others. He's going to say, depart from me. You got to go back. You you didn't take time for me. You, You didn't know me. I give you opportunity. I knocked on your heart. Revelations 20 and 11. Just going to let the Bible preach for me today. Revelations 20 and 11. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, the rich and the poor. Elvis Presley, the most famous man in the world, will be there with the unknown soldier. Great presidents and people that's lived on the streets will be there. Those of wealth and renown and those whose names have never made it in print will be there. I saw the dead stand before God great. The great, the small and the great, and the books were open, and another book was open, which is the book of life. We're gonna be judged out of this, but there's another book, the book of life. Is your name written down in it? And in the book of life, and the dead were judged out of those things which was written in the books according to their works. We talk about the IRS keeps good records. We talk about bank records. We talk about birth certificates. But friend, his eyes see in the dark hour and his ears hear the, the silent of your thoughts. He knoweth afar off. I feel him in here today. Revelations 20, 13, 14, 15. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. When I visit Washington DC, one of my favorite statues I like to visit is from World War II from the Hiroshima where they're raising the flag up. My friend, my adopted papa James Terrence stood there on his ship and watched them as they raised that flag. And he lost 20 some of his crew members in that on his ship. And he said, uh, two days later, we took them out in sea and we couldn't get back to port to America. And we wrapped them and dropped them in the ocean. But the Bible said, I know where those are. And on that resurrected day, uh, somebody ought to, What a mighty God! What a mighty God! What a great big God! What what a mighty God we serve. His wisdom is, is His wisdom. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. I, I want to stop and say this. They, they, they there's no group in the world as hateful and as mean as as backslid religious church people. And I don't know who's judged you and beat you up and condemned you. You just ought to grin and say what they say don't mean a hill of beans. It's what's in that book. Hallelujah. I could about shout right now. Hallelujah. I don't care what they've said about you. I don't care how they've blacklisted you and give up on you. What matters is what wrote down in that book of life. Hallelujah. I'm not going to be judged by their book. I'm going to be judged by his books we've been slandered criticized called everything but I'm gonna lift up my head and just keep marching on and loving Jesus and serving Jesus and dead in hell were cast into the lake of fire that is the second death and whosoever was now found written in the book of life was cast in the lake of fire it's wonderful to have your birth certificate it's wonderful to have your name on a bank account it's wonderful to have your name on a car title be wonderful wonderful to have your name on a piece of property. be wonderful to have your name on, on a certificate. John just graduated again. Hannah, just their names on it. It would be wonderful to have your name listed. But, but what really matters when you're breathing that last breath is my name written down in the Lamb's book of life. I wish somebody would worship him out loud. He said, don't rejoice because demons are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your name is written down in the Lamb's book of life at midnight tonight those that's going 21 days the fast will end and we've been praying God give us a burden for souls and I've felt it since about 4 o'clock this morning in a fresh way somebody's been praying hallelujah and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire you don't have to go to heaven with me but you can't stay here Isaiah said this things are going to change Isaiah 51 and 6 lift up your eyes Eyes to the heavens and look upon the earth beneath, for the he- for the heavens shall vanish away like smoke, and the earth shall shall wax old like a garment, and they that dwell therein shall die in like manner. But my salvation will be forever, and my righteousness shall not be abolished. Hallelujah. Isaiah 65, 17, for behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the formal shall not be remembered, nor come into mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! I felt the Lord about daylight spoke to my heart. Well, Brother Wynn, what about my loved ones that may not make it? How can it be heaven if I worry about them? Friend, if you and I ever see heaven, it's just going to erase every hurt. It's going to erase every wound, every bad memory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you could think about your loved ones, you would be crying. And the Bible said that God himself will wipe away all tears. And I believe when he wipes away your tears... He's going to do something with this memory. Somebody ought to praise him out loud. I believe old things have passed away and all things are going to become new. I, I think there's no generation, and this is just a simple fact, but according to the my Bible, newspaper times, there's no generation that's faced the end of time as we are this know also then the last days, pearlish times shall come. I have never I've seen it change in my fifty-seven years. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. Never seen so much greed and everything's about me. They're gonna be covetousness. Never seen so much boasters and proud blasphemers. There, there's, there's a rebellion raising up disobedient to parents. The government won't back you, the society won't back you. They, they, I know this is touchy preaching, but God, please anoint me. The, 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 be careful whose books you read on, on dealing with your children. Are you going to read their book or are you going to read his book? You, you're going you're gonna to study some book that don't know God or you're going to study the book that created us. I feel, feel him in here. Hallelujah. If I see you hurt or abuse a child, I'll grab you, then I'll get a hold of the law. We're not in that. But, friends, say what you want to. Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction, not beating or hurting. Hallelujah. I know, I know that thing happened out in California. Those those thirteen precious babies and those sorry, wicked parents. Hallelujah, and that's not punishment. That that that's Animals don't even do their babies like that. that that's demon. I don't, I don't even know how you. I'm just feel like preaching right now. Hallelujah! So don't go throw at myself. Say, well, you they weren't punishing their children. They were they were people controlled by devils. You you don't. I don't do dogs like that. I wouldn't do a, a rabbit like that. Let alone some precious thirteen little babies like that. I feel I feel the spirit of the Lord in here right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But but you, you, if you don't deal with your baby, foolishness is bound up in the heart of a. Child child it didn't say it's bound up in a few child it said foolishness is bound up in a child hallelujah if you don't correct your babies this county sheriff will the prison system will but we didn't birth our babies and conceive and have our babies for hell to have them I wish somebody be bold and stand to your feet and say devil you can't have my children you not going to long as I can pray long as I can fast my baby may be three my baby may be 53 but it's my baby and devil you can't have out my seed. you can got feel the presence of the Lord in here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I didn't have these babies to go to hell. Things may be a mess right now, but you watch me pray. You watch me touch God. You watch God honor His Word. The effectual fervent prayer of as much. You watch me stand in the gap and make up the heads. You watch me weep between the porch and the altar. Hallelujah. Some things don't go but my prayer and fasting. You watch me flip my plate over. Lay on the floor and I said, "God, I can't fix it, but you can. I can't turn it around, but you can. You still answer prayer. You still save. You still heal, and you still deliver." Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We we live in a day I don't understand. Babies cuss and back talk put them in the corner and give them time out. My time out in the corner would be getting up. Daddy taking a stick and knocking me in the head. (laughs) He didn't allow no back talking. I knew better than to try it. I can't remember one time I ever back talked my mom or daddy. They just didn't allow it. We don't need time out. We need Hickory in. Hallelujah! 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 I I got some. Anytime we put this stuff on broadcast, I got some hate mail. Always comes from around Atlanta. They ain't brave enough to sign their name. I'm just gonna keep preaching. We love babies. I die for my babies. Lay my life down. Give my breath for my children. Disobedient to parents. I've never seen such a generation that's unthankful, and if you ever become unthankful, it won't be long till you'll become unholy. I feel so thankful. Hallelujah. Grew up, grew up. Didn't have running water in the house till I was twelve. Grew up just just beans and potatoes, and we'd move it up every once in a while and be potatoes and beans, and every once in a while a piece of meat with it. My mom sure could fry good flitter bread and cornbread and. And she'd make a meal out of whatever's on that table. And we were thankful and we were happy. Hallelujah. Friend, if you got something to eat, you ought to be thankful. If you woke up with a roof on your head, you ought to be thankful. If you woke up, hallelujah. 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 I'm going to push a sermon today. The flu's real bad. Pneumonia stuff's ripped out, Some of this stuff's catching. It's a germ. It's chest catches. You you get around it if you don't... If you don't bathe yourself, you get around. Wash your hands; it'll, you'll catch it. It's the same way with some of these spirits. You run with people that's unthankful, and you don't wash your heart in this water. You'll become in this word, you'll become unthankful. Hallelujah! I wish somebody would be brave and say, "God, help me to be thankful again." Hallelujah! I may be in a tough place, but I'm on my way to heaven. I may have cried myself to sleep last night, but I'm going to heaven. My load may be heavy, but I know who's walking with me. I know who's standing beside of me. Hallelujah. Just talk, just talk to Timber. When you feel it, Lelange, don't you give your testimony. But just, just having miracle after miracle after miracle. God's moving. Hallelujah, friend. God's moving for me and you. God's making a way for me and you. God's helping me and you. Without natural affection, I I, I never thought our Supreme Court would want to back men marrying men and women marrying women. We're losing our natural affection. They're truce breakers, false accusers incontinent furious, despisers of those that are good. People hate you because you want to do right. People hate you because you got a right heart. Never seen so much where there's traitors and heady and high-minded. Never seen this, such a time when there's lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. I wish somebody said out loud, but I still love God. Hallelujah! How I, I feel the presence of the Lord in here, having a form of godliness. Never seen so much religion since nine one one, but but denying the power thereof from such turn away. Peter said this, Second Peter three and ten. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, and when the he- in which the heavens shall pass away. Do you hear that? With a great noise, the elements shall melt with fervent heat, and the earth also, and the works that are in shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved. What manner of persons are you ought to be in holy conversation and godliness? Looking for and hasten to the coming of the day of the Lord, wherein the heavens shall be on fire, shall be dissolved, and the elements shall met with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we according to his promise look for a new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Acts 17 and 30, in the time of this ignorance, God winked. But now commandeth all men everywhere to repent, because he hath appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness. Friend, they, they, there's, there's a day God's going to judge. Every man's work's going to be tried. Because he hath appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness. But that man whom he hath ordained whereof he hath given assurance unto all men, and that he hath raised him from the dead. Matthew said this, Matthew 24, 14, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness of all nations and then shall the end come. Daniel said, that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. There shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time. In that time, thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. There it is again. Many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awaken some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. But thou, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the books even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall be increased. I've never seen a time when, when doctor's knowledge and physical knowledge and car knowledge and electrical knowledge and mechanical knowledge... Daniel was speaking of this day, and knowledge shall be increased. Matthew 24, 7, for nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There's wars fighting all over the world, and there shall be famine and pestilence. I see this all over the world. Earthquakes in diverse places is in the news last week. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Sorrows means birth pain. Something's fixing to change. Matthew 24, 11, and many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. Never seen such a day, so much false. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. God, don't let my love get cold. Don't let my love get cold. Don't let my love get cold. Second Peter 3 and 9, the Lord is not slack concerning his promises. Some men count slackness, but is long-suffering. To us we're not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. For the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, which the heavens shall pass away with their great noise. I'll read this over and over. And elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are in shall be burned up. Matthew 24, 35, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. This, this Things are going to change. It's going to change. I thought that would always be a circuit city. I thought some of the dealerships that quit making would always be there. But I watched these companies fold and just fade away. One day, life will not be as we know it now people don't like to hear this don't like to talk about it but one day life will not be as we know it now this is what I've been praying for me in this church Sheila and I we were married December eighth, nineteen 1984 the winter of 1983 Sheila's brother and her sister-in-law had come down to go to meet with me in Georgia drove down, drove back we go over and I preach at Gainesville we come back, we get to Copper Hill, and they, they got a long drive on home. We get to Copper Hill probably about two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. I lived on top of Newtown Hill, right at the foot of Newtown Hill. There was a blaze. It's 3 o'clock. There's a blaze coming out of the house. So Joe and I jump out, and I told Sheila, I said, you run back to Copper. This was before cell phones. I said, you run back down to Copper Hill. It's less than a mile. And I said, get the police, the hamlets, the fire, everything you can. So we're on the porch, flames done Guff this house, and I look in a window. And I see, uh, it, it's a baby's bedroom, a child's bedroom, and I see this. And it had cover, and it really looked like somebody was there. And and, and we couldn't get the door open, so, and didn't know about busting windows. It speeded up and all. But anyway, we had a cheer. We were knocking in the window, and the policeman, and Joe said, You know it can cost us our life. I said, life or not. I said, We can't say you're perhaps a baby. We don't know if they know or not. We screamed and hollered and banged. And so we're busting in the window, and the policeman pulled up, and he stopped us. He said, I know this house is empty. These people are gone. There's nobody in there. And there was nobody there. But here I was, a young man willing to risk my life. The house is on fire. And here I am, 57 years old, and all around me. People's lives are at stake. And I don't want to walk by them like I don't care. Yes. And I don't want them to look in my face on judgment day and say, Brother Whit, all I needed was somebody to help me. I looked for somebody to care. Yes. I wanted somebody that would make a difference. Somebody that would bust out my wind to tell me this world's going to change. You've got to get out. Yes. Yes. It's not always going to be like this. You've got to get out. Yes. Now, can I preach this real gently and be more real than I've ever been? Satan knows that you, God's people, Are his worst enemy to pull souls out of his hand? So you have got established enough. You love him enough. He knows you're never going back to drinking. You love him. He knows your drug addiction season is over. You love him. He knows your fires are over. You're through with your gambling and your fighting. You love him. You're committed to him. So what's happened after our addictions are broken? Five, ten years later, we're sitting in church. We're on our way to heaven, but we're so overcome with problems in our marriage and problems in our finances and problems in our family that we're going to church and surviving and we don't have time or burden or passion to help anybody else. But I failed an anointed. Since 4 o'clock this morning, the Bible said, and this is one of John's favorite scriptures, the Bible said, if you'll seek first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness, all these other things will be added. I I feel the Spirit of the Lord speaking to somebody, if you'll take care of my stuff, I'll take care of your problems. Jesus came, Jesus didn't come to build a church building Jesus didn't come to have a TV broadcast Jesus didn't come to put down new carpet Jesus Jesus didn't even come Jesus didn't even come to work a few miracles He could have sent a Moses or Abraham They did it real good Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost It's the number one agenda supposed to be for the church When I breathe in my last breath and he's walking into my room to take me home, I want to be able to raise up on my little tired elbow and say, Jesus, I've done my best for you. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 I'm begging you, somebody watching this program. You don't have to go to heaven with me, but you can't stay here forever. In the little tent meeting I preached on a Sunday night, what if? You say Jesus is not real. I say he is. What if? You say there's no heaven. I say I believe in heaven. What if? You say you don't have to be born again. I say you have to be born again. What if? You say any God will do. Buddha, Muhammad, Hag, You said any of them will do. I say Jesus is the only way. What if? If, if you are wrong, if you are wrong, there's a burning hell. If I'm wrong... People don't like me being this open. I'm just going to preach because I believe in Jesus. I believe in the Bible. Ain't nothing you can do. I'm 57. He, he brought me off of a deathbed. He's moved for my children. He's ancient prayer. He's, he's made a way. He's picked me up when I was broken. He's helped me when I was crying. He's been my friend when I stand alone. You've come too late to tell me he's not real, but I'll, I'll talk to you a little bit. If I breathe my last breath And there's no heaven and there's no Jesus What have I lost I've not spent one night in jail I, I, I've not tore my wife's heart out with an affair I've not abused my children I've not took my baby's grocery money And spent it on whiskey What does it cost me Hallelujah I, I went to church I made some friends I like running with you folk You're better to me than blood kids You're good to me I love being around you What does it cost me Hallelujah So if I am wrong I've had a good life I've had a good family. I've had friends that love me. I've worshipped the Lord. I've walked out of emergency rooms. I've walked out of death situations. I've had joy when I had a breakdown. I've had peace when I should have been under. How to live? God's only real in this life. It's been a wonderful life. If there's no eternity, God's been good to me in this life. If there's no tomorrow, God's been good to me in this life. If it all is. God's been good to me. It's good, I have an amen. Good, I have an amen. But if if I'm right and you're wrong, what if you wake up and Buddha's not the way? What if you wake up and there's something beyond the grave? What if you wake up and there is eternity? What if you wake up and there is a great, great judgment day? What if you wake up? What if you wake up? I want to preach this again. God gave me a message in the early nineties. If you go on your internet, they've took this little message and they've took it around the world. They made songs about it and plays about it. I went to a TV meet where all the big preachers was there, and this this came up and they asked about Brother Wynn who had started that that sermon. But it's in the, it's in the early nineties. Micah's real sick, and I'm headed to West Tennessee to preach. She was standing at home, Micah's sick. We had a cassette ministry going then. We was mailing out about seven, eight hundred cassettes. People had sent in an offer, or they'd sent in a prayer request, or they'd sent in a need. I had a stack of letters set beside me. I'm riding down the road, and I'm thinking, Lord, while I'm crying and while I'm hurting, give me a word to help this one that's faced this sickness, this disease, this lost love with this battle. Give me a word to help them. So I'm, I'm, and it's rain, I've left late. I got to preach in West Tennessee that night and I'm driving too fast in the rain. And I had my notepad there and I had my letters and I had my stamp. And the Holy Ghost came in that car and he said, what would somebody say if they could write a letter from hell? And, and for the next four hours, one hand on the stern wheel, squalling so hard I can't see, Spirit of the Lord, I begin to write. I wrote a daddy I wrote, I wrote about a daddy. This little daddy. He's, this little boy's writing his daddy. He said, Daddy, you were the best dad in the world. You worked all the time so I could have good food. You worked so I could wear good clothes. You taught me to live. You put you give me the best education. You, you took me to church on, on, on Christmas and Easter. You were the best, Daddy. You taught me to live. You taught me how to work. You taught me how to treat people. But, Daddy, you never taught me how to die. And, Daddy, God wasn't important to me because he wasn't important to you. And I didn't think I needed to get saved because you never got saved. And, Daddy, now I'm in hell and I hate you. I wish, I wish I didn't care about the cars and the money and the clothes. I wish you told me about Jesus. I wish you told me the eternity's coming up wish you told me i should get saved I should live for the lord hallelujah hallelujah i'm not sure eternity's real enough to you and me i'm not sure eternity's real enough letter from hell what would you write back I remember one I wrote was a neighbor dear dear neighbor I'll never forget the visit you came you invited me to church just went through a divorce had nothing in my world and fell apart and I remember my attitude said leave me alone I don't want to come But all the time inside I'm crying, I need help. Can anybody help me? Will I ever laugh again? Will life be good again? And you said you'd come back and invite me or offer me a a ride, but you never came back. If you'd have knocked one more time, I was ready to go to church. If you'd have reached one more time. I'm not mad at you. I know you had your babies to raise and you were busy. But each night I watch your car ride by and I just wish somebody'd pull on me a little bit. I'd almost go, but I'm afraid. What if nobody wants me? What if nobody accepts me? What what if I don't fit in? If you'd have come one more time, you'd have won me. Thank you for that one visit. I'm in hell and lost forever. Your friend. You can't keep working your job. Age is gonna change. Time's gonna change. Your situation's gonna change. If Jesus don't come in my generation, he's gonna come, but I'm not gonna live forever. Things are not always gonna be like this. Where will I be when the world's on fire? Where will I be? Could somebody lift your head and say, God, give me a bird back for my family? Yes. Can you give me a bird back for my neighbors? Would somebody say it out loud, God, give me a bird back? God, a bird back. Lord, I, I feel the heart of Jesus in this house right now. Oh, God. Oh, God. He didn't win the souls, his wives. There's going to be a new heaven, for him. Things are going to change. Isaiah 65 and 17, For behold, I create new heaven and a new earth, and the formal shall not be remembered nor come into mind. Isaiah, for as the new heaven and the new earth which I will make shall remain before me, saith the Lord, so shall your seed and your name remain. Second Peter again, nevertheless, we according to his promise, look for a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Revelations 21 and 1. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Would somebody worship him a little bit? And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, coming down. Hallelujah prepared as a bride adored for her husband and I heard a great voice out of heaven say behold the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people and God himself shall be with them and be their God and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Would you turn around and tell somebody you won't cry forever there'll come a time God will say it's enough you won't always cry you won't always wake up with your pillow soul there'll come a time God will say it's enough there'll come of time God will take me to you home and God will wipe away all the tears. And I feel his love in this house right now. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain for the formal things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write for these words are true. So I asked you, somebody watching by internet, somebody that's in this house, or somebody, you'll share it on Facebook. Please share some of these thoughts. But I asked you, John said, Verily I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. I don't want to know if your name's on a church book. I don't want to know if you shook a preacher's hand. I want to know, did you ever ask Jesus into your heart? Did you ever, did you ever say, Lord, I can't do this by myself? I can't do this by myself. I'm a mess and I need help. Will you help me? Hallelujah. 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 Brother Josh preached us for good the other night, but we make this thing so hard. All it really takes for a baby to be born is that seed got to be planted. You gotta let it grow. And then just, just the birth will take care of itself. Well, Brother Andy, I don't know what to say. Talk out of your heart. Lord, I need help. Lord, I need you to forgive me. Yeah. I need you to save me, Lord. I need to change. I'm I, 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 I making a mess out my life. I need, I need you to come. Out. I need you to help me. I, I, I'm, t- I'm tired of wanting to die. I'm tired of not wanting to wake up. I'm tired of not wanting to live. I'm tired of having nothing to live for. Be my Prince of Peace. Be my King of Kings. Be my Lord of Lords. Be the Lily of my Valley. Be, be joy to me and hope to me and peace to me. Give me another chance, Jesus. I've tried it before and I blew it, but Lord, if you'll give me another chance, I'll be like a new baby. If I stumble, I'll get up, keep walking. If I mess up, I'll get up. I'll call on you. I'll run to you. I'll cling to the old rugged cross. Sir, what must I do to be saved? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved saved therefore the, therefore, be also ready for such hours you think not the son of man cometh while they went to buy the bridegroom came they were ready when him unto the marriage and the door was shut we don't preach enough about this Noah cut the trees Noah and his sons pulled the logs set them in place built the ark when everything was done for seven days, they sat there and waited, and the door was open. I believe we're at those seven days period right now, when the door of mercy is open. And the Lord said, "Whosoever will, let him come. Whosoever will, let him come." Would you call out one of your family or friends' names and Said, "Please, Lord, let him come. Let let him come. Let him come. Let him come." My, my purpose for preaching today, you'll find in 2 Corinthians 7, 9, and 10. My, my, my purpose for preaching today was not to upset you or to make you nervous or scared or angry or upset. My purpose for preaching was to shake mine in your world. Make us realize that everything around us is fragile. Everything around us is temporary. Everything around us is not going to continue as it is. And I pray and I lay on my face now I'm begging, I'm already having, I'll do it again. Lord, please, somewhere near my preaching, let somebody know that you love them and you care about them. Let somebody know there's a better way. Let somebody know there's hope beyond this situation. Let somebody know that you still care. Let somebody know it's not too late and it's not over. Let somebody know that your blood reaches from the highest mountain and it flows to the lowest valley. I'M my IF I DESIRE IN PREACHING THIS. Is that one that the enemies whispered you messed up one time too many and nobody cares. And even if they did, you'll do it again. You're not going to laugh. My motive in preaching is that Jesus would touch you in such a way. And he'd speak to you in such a way if I could turn Jonah around. If I could turn Apostle Peter around. If I could turn Jacob around. Don't you know I can help you? Don't you know I can walk in your life and help you? Hallelujah. Would you stand to your feet and would you bow your head? I'm not through preaching, but I feel like stopping. I, I ask you, would you please, would you please, would you reach over and join hands with somebody, would you come and stand or kneel in this altar? I wish meaning the church would respond. But I wish you'd come and stand in these altar and give the Lord an opportunity to touch us. If you don't pray for your family, who will? Yes. If you don't pray for your neighbors, who will? Yes. If you don't pray for those folk you work with, who'll pray for them, yes. who'll love them, who'll stand in the gap for them? Yes. If, you don't, if you don't have a burden, who will? If, if you don't care for them, who will? Yes. If you don't stand in the gap, who will? Would you come and pray? Come on, daughter. Would you come and pray? (laughs) Hallelujah. Brother Jerry. I need some more of you. Come and pray. Will you come and stand behind these and just pray with them? Will you you please come? Will you come help me pray? Come ask the Lord to give us a bird back for our babies, our children, our people we work with. Be come and ask the Lord. God, I want, I want my bird back. 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 I want my heart back, Lord. I want my bird back. It's been all about me. My load's been so heavy. My burdens, my needs. I I forgot the lost and the hurt and the broken. I lost my burden and my passion. I want my burden back. I need seven or eight more people to come to this altar and say, Lord, I want my burden back. I want to get closer to God. I want to help somebody. I want my life to touch somebody. I want to make a difference in somebody's life. Will you come? Somebody else come. Would you pray where you are? All over this house, begin to pray.